You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello, and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 21st of December. Hopes for a quiet end to the year for equity markets were upended by an accumulation of negatives that put an end to the post-Omicron resurgence. The culprits included Omicron itself, central banks, plus a senator from West Virginia. The week started on a sour note when Sinovac, the Chinese Covid vaccine, was found to be relatively ineffective against Omicron, a result that has been reinforced by subsequent tests. This makes it very unlikely that China would be able to alter its zero-tolerance approach to Covid, even if it wanted to, and increases the likelihood of Chinese factory closures, further global supply chain blockages and persistent inflation. Only the previous day, producer price inflation in the US had risen to a record high for the eighth month in a row. Omicron is spreading so quickly that expectations for economic growth are in a constant state of flux, but the trend is clearly downwards. In the best case, consumers' risk aversion slows economic growth, but only temporarily and without causing a recession. Other, worse scenarios involve renewed lockdowns and negative growth. The most recent round of business activity surveys revealed unexpectedly bad levels of activity in the service sector in the US, EU and the UK. Markets have weathered waves of Covid before, but that was when the mix of monetary policy, fiscal stimulus and advances in vaccine technology was more benign. The situation is quite different now, with central bankers changing their tune. The US Federal Reserve could have chosen to wait and see how Omicron develops at its meeting last week, but, instead, it abandoned its description of inflation as transitory in favour of elevated, and the various governors that make up its Monetary Policy Committee unanimously shifted their expectations for interest rates upwards. In a sign of the times, equity markets initially rose on the news, somewhat bizarrely given this signalled that the Fed is now back to taking away the punch bowl rather than supplying the punch. The European Central Bank also chose to emphasise inflationary pressures at its meeting, nearly doubling its inflation forecasts to levels far above those priced in by capital markets. Two-thirds of this upgrade was based on the assumption of higher energy inflation, and it's notable that European energy prices have surged again since then. At the same time, the ECB dropped its economic growth forecast for 2022, mainly in response to the current Covid-induced slowdown. The bank made it very clear that it will be winding down its asset purchase programme, so there was little comfort for investors here. Seasonal cheer was an even shorter supply at the Bank of England's meeting, which produced a surprise rise in base rates, from 0.1% to 0.25%. This is another clear change in tack, as the bank chose to ignore early evidence suggesting marked damage to the service sector from rising Covid cases. The message to investors is clear. The days of rapid and aggressive policy support for the pandemic from central banks are gone. But what about fiscal support? 
surely governments will be forced to offer financial support to companies again, and in particular to those sectors worst affected. So far this has been lacking, and in a potentially symbolic moment last week, Democratic Senator Manchin of West Virginia effectively scuppered the President's long-awaited $1.75 trillion fiscal stimulus. That concludes the market commentary, and now we'll move on to the stock focus section. US investors looking to buy the dip are being drawn to emerging market equities, which are down 16% from their February highs, having been dragged down by the large declines in Chinese stocks. According to data from Bloomberg, US-listed trackers of emerging market indices just enjoyed their third consecutive week of inflows, and last week's inflows were the biggest since April. Airlines have become increasingly vocal in their warnings about the risks to travellers from new 5G telecommunications networks. Airlines and aviation officials claim that the 5G services, which are due to start in the US in early January, could interfere with equipment on planes and helicopters that tracks altitude, potentially preventing landings. The telecommunications industry denies the claims. Airbnb and rival Expedia Group have got together to share information on threats to users' safety, as well as other types of negative user experiences. The joint effort is intended to prevent offenders from being banned by one website, only to pop up on the other. The move follows reports of compensation paid out to users who have suffered harm after using the platforms, and illustrates the trend towards self-regulation in the online world. Nike results for its latest quarter demonstrated the benefits of having its own website, as the direct business grew 9% during the quarter and now accounts for about 40% of total revenues. Profit margins were boosted by robust demand and lean supply, which meant fewer markdowns. And double-digit revenue growth in the American business offset a plunge in Chinese sales. European natural gas prices hit new records several times during the week. Price pressures have been exacerbated by another shortage of supplies from Russia, while demand has been boosted by freezing temperatures. European natural gas prices have now risen more than 600% during the year and are the principal driver of inflation across the region. BNP Paribas' $16 billion windfall from the sale of its US banking operations has started tongues wagging about who it will buy next. The bank has said it will use the money for share buybacks and acquisitions. Possible targets include the European insurance sector, custody services globally, or even a merger with another large European bank. And now we'll take a look at the economic highlights for last week and what to watch out for over the holiday period. Covid-induced headwinds took a toll on business activity in the Eurozone, as surveys show that activity in the private sector fell to its lowest level since March. The slowdown was most marked in the service sector, and particularly in Germany. UK business activity in December plunged to its lowest level since February, confirming that consumers are already exhibiting caution ahead of any formal lockdowns. The service sector was the weak spot again, falling well below expectations, while manufacturing activity was only marginally impacted. 
Inflation in the UK in November accelerated to 5.1%, well above expectations, and also significantly higher than the 4.2% reported in October. Prices for petrol, tobacco, food, second-hand cars and clothes all rose significantly from a year ago. The health of the US consumer will be in focus this week, with figures for consumer confidence expected to show only a small bounce from its current rock-bottom level. On the other hand, economists expect American personal incomes to have risen by the fastest rate since July, primarily due to increases in compensation of employees, prompting another good month for personal spending. China will produce a number of key economic data points over the holiday period, including industrial profits and business activity surveys, which should shed some light on the nature and extent of its economic slowdown. That concludes the weekly commentary. Thank you for listening. We wish you well for the festive season, and we'll be back on January the 11th, 2022. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Crips. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Crips Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value, price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction, and if you require professional advice, you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.